And their names are Jules and Joe. Hello, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangi Heyue. And I'm Jodie Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. Listeners, today we have our first ever GB guest. Yes! She is a listener. She's an adult content creator on OnlyFans. Yo, yo. We also share the last couple of weeks of our lives. Lots of lots has gone on, Jones. And we help another listener out with a friendship dilemma. Mm. So stay tuned for that. Jodes, what has been happening? Fill us in. I feel like we haven't recorded in the longest time. Right? It feels really weird. I know it's been two weeks, but it just feels like it's been a long ass time. The last couple of weeks have been full on Julesy. I want to shout out to any of our listeners who have a side business or creative hustle whilst working full time, like both mm. of us, because it can be really exhausting at times. And um, look, we definitely have our days, don't mm. we, Jules? But yeah. we have a lot of fun as well. Mm. So we just want to say, keep going, girl. If you're in the same boat, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also in the, on the fun, juicy end, you know, please, so it's not please. all it's not all work. There is some play. <laughs> Um, I've got two juicy men, shall I say, yeah. in, the, in the development squad at the moment. I don't know if they realize there's more than them. Than them. So <laughs> if you're listening, I'm, I'm sorry you had to find out this way. you got a competition, boy. Uh, um, step it up. <laughs> Are they similar? They could not be more different. Wow. Could not I love be, this. Could not be more different. And um, I feel like. My girlfriends would say that I have a type, but neither of these mans are my usual type. type. So, look, I've got a date tonight, so mm-hmm. Jules and I had to get our shit together today so I could be ready for my date. Off she trots, yeah. So, look, when things amp up, we'll have more to share about that, won't we? Yeah. Um, Will there eventually be a front runner, or are you going to date them both? I think we'll just have to see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not in any rush to put a label on anything. Yeah. Um, let's just see how things yeah. come to fruition, shall we? Completely. Um, but look, over to you, Jules, because someone's been a little bit cooked the last <laughs> few days. So I feel like you have a lot to share because if you follow Jules at Jules Rangi. Oh, here we go. <laughs> personal plug on her Instagram, you'll see she was doing some posting. And I just want to say, um, I noticed that you were posting the odd thing and, and you were removing some of those stories too, Jules. I was reacting because I'm quick on the react. And then I noticed that they were they were missing. <laughs> They, they suddenly left my vision. Do you want to just elaborate on that? Oh, goodness, listeners. Not a lot of sleeping has been had. I feel like I'm the bender queen these last couple of weekends. Um, I just get so ropeable. Uh, if there was some sort of award for has one glass of white wine and then we'll say yes to anything, it goes directly to me. Mm-hmm. Queen rubber arm. Yep. Uh, Jones and um, I'm sure lots of the listeners, if you follow me on my personal one, would have seen some fucking crook, <laughs> as Jody said last episode. Um, yeah, you know, sometimes I do wake up from a little nap, a little bend and nap, and I think, <laughs> hey, I'm not that same girl I was three hours ago. So I delete them. Um, but yeah, Jones, gosh, I think when I wake up, um, my naughtiest weekends mm. are when I have nothing planned. Mm. That's what fucks me because I wake up and I feel like being 
mischievous mm. if I've got the time to do it. Yes. Um, so just last weekend, um, I literally woke up. I think I watched YouTube for bloody like four hours. Wap, wap, wap. We'll get into that. <laughs> Watch YouTube. <laughs> and then I went to the gym. Like, you know, in those days you're like, oh, yeah, I might have a wander over there. Just yeah. wandered over to the gym. And then I thought, hey, one of my best mates lives right there. I might see if he's home. So went over to his house for one wine on the balcony. <laughs> I'll repeat that one wine on the balcony. <laughs> Didn't come home until the next day at 8 p.m. Wow. Uh, it just snowballed and it snowballed. So, yes, definitely think I'm, I'm thinking about changing my IG handle to Queen 69 or something. I've been going hard. Hey, love- it's all for the content. Yes. Um, I love how um, serious you take this business. Thank you, my love. Yeah. Uh, definitely got the ick with men and hinge. Mm. Um, I upped my age bracket on hinge because I was so sick of baby boys who were allergic to it, the FPOS machine as yeah. we've spoken about so Gosh. up my bracket to 30 to 40 um but now i'm getting hit with uh i have to look after my child i've got a 15 year old daughter i'm like mm. huh i feel like we're the same age mm. i feel like i am 15 especially the way i've been acting lately so no i've got the ick um i am still searching but I, I match with these men and then as soon as they message me i'm like oh piss off like i'm just really over it <laughs> off jokes. it like immediately oh. off it um, but yes, definitely not on the pool. I do find that when I'm having lots of like fun with my friends and vendoring, day drinking, whatever, I'm, I'm not on the pool. Like I'm mm. not looking for it. I'm too busy. I don't know, jumping on couches, whatever I do. Um, so just been going hard with my trusted clit vibrator, Joes. Which one are you using at the moment? Because we've got we've got a few in the works we've now. We've got a few in the box <laughs> under the bed. Uh, definitely the Lilo, but the Sona too. Oh, that, you, yeah, it, that is hard. like, that is top tier. I actually gave myself a whopping headache the other morning because I was overdoing it and I was already dehydrated going into the session. <laughs> so I gave myself a bloody migraine. Going into the session. Going into the session. You need to be hydrated. You need all your, your oils, everything. Um, also hilarious. I've been posting about um, one of my besties who we talk about quite frequently um, on my IG and a few mm. listeners reached out and um they were like excuse me this better not be the guy that stood you up or this better not be the guy that doesn't pay for dates i was like oh my goodness i have full accountability now if i slip up onto some toxic dick yeah i'm loving your work gbs don't let her get away don't let her um in brighton news your gals off job keeper so i went and booked myself in for a little bougie facial oh um, and I went and saw my normal girl and she was like, I'm not too sure what's going on, Jules. Like you've got lots of, um, like pimples around your mouth and you've been doing anything. And I was like, no, just the normal. And she was like, I think you're going to have to give up, um, alcohol and your sugar intake. And I was like, no, no. What's another alternative? No, no, no. Surely there's some sort of injection I can get that I'm definitely not giving up my grog and sugar. That is my life. Um, but hey, we we absolutely have to start this episode properly mm-hmm. with WAP. I mean, wow, what a banger! For me, Jules, this is the best thing since Lil Kim's "Suck My Dick." Hey. All I wanna do is get my pussy sucked. Count a million bucks in the back of a on the truck. Which is one of my my favorites mm-hmm. from you know a female empowerment perspective. I fucking love that song, and it, it's still so crazy to me. We've talked about it a lot that people have been so triggered 
by the song is I honestly, when I first heard it, I thought it was cute. I honestly didn't think it was as hectic as so mm. many other songs that I've heard, you know, by male mm-hmm. hip hop artists objectifying women. Mm-hmm. I mean, DMX, gotta love him, but, you know, he does actually have a song where he talks about raping a chick. Yeah. Don't remember there being much of an outcry about that. I mean, Eminem and, and you know, 50 Cent, they speak for themselves. Yeah. But, you know, but somehow, somewhere, people are offended by the term wet ass pussy. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. for me, it's anthemic, mm-hmm. it's empowering, it makes me want to smother people with my punani. Yeah. And yet, as a song, it's been so polarizing. I, I just, I need to check in with you, Jules. Yeah. Why do you think it's caused such a stir? Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't know about you, Jodes, but I cannot sa- stop saying WAP. Me neither. Like, even when I was in a, a meeting today with like my boss, who's a male, I was like, honestly, Paul, you just want this WAP. <laughs> like, WAP I can't WAP. stop saying WAP. I'm saying um, it around the house, like for fun, like WAP, WAP, WAP. WAP. Uh, why do I think it's caused such a stir? Look, it's the two biggest, well, a couple of the two biggest artists of this time, yeah? Like the two females coming together about singing about their wet pussy. I think mm-hmm. obviously... Other um, artists have paved the way. We're not forgetting about them. Shout out to all those yeah. strong Trina, women. Trina, Eve, yep. Lil But not, I don't think it's ever come together. I think once they come to, you know, as we know, when women come together, shit happens. Yeah. So I think once they're, you know, coming together and being like, oh, no, no, we're going to own this. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about this more so in our OnlyFans chat coming up. Like, we're going to own this. I think that that's when men start shaking in their fucking boots because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, no, something could actually be happening now. Mm -hmm. if these two powerhouses are coming together. But the same with you, Jodes, as a 90s baby, Mm -hmm. I can't remember a world where we weren't singing about men and their huge cocks or saying shit like I bruise her esophagus, (laughs) um, which has become so normalised. I don't realise half the shit I'm listening to is about fucking women so graphically. I know. Um, I think we're just desensitised. And, look, it can be really fun as well, Yeah, rapping along to these songs. Like, I love it, especially out with the girls. Like, it's fun. Completely. But, hey, like mm. you're saying, when Meg the Stallion raps Swipe Your Nose Like a Credit Card, which is about sitting on someone's face and receiving oral if it's not clear. Yes. Um, yeah, no, there's a huge uproar and um, everyone comes at them with pitchforks. So, uh, no, I, I love this song. I think we need more of it. I love this woman empowerment of coming together. I also love that there's absolutely no men in this video clip. Yes. I think that's what's fucking the, the most triggering for people. It's, yeah. it's two, you know, powerful black mm-hmm. women in the entertainment industry coming together. And this is a totally female-centric song talking about female pleasure. Completely. And they can't fucking handle it. What do you think about the Kylie coming in? I mean, the, she was she's wasn't my pick. If obviously mm. I was doing the casting, I wouldn't have put her in. There's a lot of other people that I would have rather mm. seen in the clip. I would have loved to see again someone of color. Mm. I just I just yep. feel like she. It's nothing against her. I just feel like we already get so much of her everywhere. Did we really need her in that clip? Completely. I actually was listening to another um, podcast the other day and they were bang on. They were saying, you've got Normani, you know, when they open one of the doors, mm. doing literal backflips um, and dancing and going hard out and no one has spoken about her and it just goes to show how much more black women have to do to get noticed half as much as white women. Mm-hmm. So I was, yeah, I was really off at the fact that she just had to walk into a room and she literally broke the internet. Obviously I think Meg and Cardi, more so Cardi, obviously, because it's her video clip, are so smart for getting her in, yeah? 
I mean, I think that was just a total PR yeah. stunt because of the power of her brand. Completely. Right? I don't think it's anything, um, you know, more than that. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not surprised that no one really cared that much about – there wasn't an uproar about Kylie being in there. It was like – it was all about Cardi B and Megan The Stallion. Again, yep. it goes back to, you know, the most neglected person in America is the black woman. Yep. And it rings true time yep. and time again. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, men. All right, on that note, we need to go to a little break. But before we come back, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Good Podcast. We love hearing from our good bitches. All right, guys, we are back with main topic. Jodes and I are bursting. Uh, We have been wanting to interview this beautiful girl for a long time. She's been on our radar for quite some while. It's Katerina. Introduce yourself, Kat. Hi. How's everyone going? Um, so Kat, um, obviously we know you from IG. We've mm-hmm. loved your content for so long, as I keep saying. Um, so you obviously caught our eye from doing OnlyFans. Um, before we get into that, babes, we have to know how are you going in lockdown? So you're in Melbs at the moment. Yes. Yep. So I'm in the CBD and it's shit. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Like it's it's not too bad, but I'm definitely over it. Like it's pretty intense, especially with the curfew and all of that. So completely, I what, don't know how you guys are doing it. My mental health would be shot. Yeah, shot. What would you say has been the most challenging part of lockdown for you this time around? Um, well, my partner and I we live together, and since like obviously we can't work, we can't really do anything. We're just like ah, oh, eating each other like. <laughs> It's intense, but also not being able to go back home to see family and stuff is pretty shit as well. Completely. So where um, where are you from? So I'm I'm from Wangaratta, which is um, like three hours from Melbourne. Amazing, and we love your um, ethnicity. I was like, yes, yes. So you're um, was it half Aboriginal and half Greek? Uh, Italian. Italian, sorry. Oh, yeah. no. The, the Italian, no, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Aboriginal Italian, like we just thought, oh. what, a, what a beautiful combination. Stunning, yeah. stunning. So um, how long have you lived with your partner for? Like was it was this kind of like a – did you guys hurry up just so you could live together through lockdown or were you living t- together previously? So we were living together previously and then we moved to Melbourne in like stage three restrictions and then we didn't like the place that we were living so we ended up moving again. And now we're in the CBD and we've just been straight into stage four lockdown. So. Oh, my gosh. Do you haven't even, like, really experienced Melbourne yet, like mm. full throttle? Not really. Like, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you poor doll. Um, well, yeah, shout out to all of our Melbourne listeners. Yeah. Oh, you guys are doing it so tough. You're so, so strong, much stronger than Jodes and I, I think, would hack it. Yeah, I think we've got it pretty um, easy right now. But let's get into the juicy part of it. Let's yes. get into the crux of it. So. Obviously, a lot of people want to know, um, how much money can you potentially make on OnlyFans? Um, I don't really, like, I'm still fairly new to it, so I don't really know what, like, the average person would make. I think the only reason I've done so well with it is because I have a lot of haters back home that obviously want to see it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yes! I hope you're listening. We love you. 
Amazing. Um, was that kind of like, the catalyst for you wanting to start? Like yeah. what, what made you want to start? Oh, like I've always been pretty out there when it comes to my Instagram and stuff. Like I used it initially to advocate for mental health and like obviously that's a pretty stigmatised mm. like subject. Um, mm. But I was really open about it. Like I'd post photos, you know, real, real photos, like me in the psych ward and all of that and people were just like, I don't know, it was really um, hard to take in for a lot of people and it was easy to like mm-hmm. target target me for that like in a negative way Mm. um but two years ago I was raped and that like situation took so much from me like I felt like this person like took Mm. a big part of who I was and my way of taking my power back was to just like not be ashamed of my body and not be like not hide it anymore so it's probably a bad way to go about it but I'm just like tits out you can't like no you can't wow. definitely it's one of the bits first of all thank you so much for sharing that with us thank, I wasn't expecting it thank you so much we really appreciate you being so vulnerable and I think it definitely comes out um in your beautiful photography but no I think that's one of the best ways to reclaim it you know if it's not our fucking ex-boyfriend sending around our nudes you know mm. you guys are just monetizing mm. off it it makes no sense to me as in yeah. like that why it doesn't everyone do it apart from being you know stunningly beautiful like yourself um what about your content so does some things inspire you obviously you've, you've got a keen um we will put your handle in um our notes section on ig everywhere so everyone can go check you out you've obviously got a keen eye for photography do you think that that really helped you or is there something that inspires you so like I have my own photography business. I've been doing photography for like six years. Um, but when I... It shows, was, babe, it shows. Oh, God, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so last year I lived in Melbourne and this photographer hit me up and he was like, oh, do you want to do a shoot? And I was like, oh, okay. And then we did a shoot and then I had like heaps more photographers like contact me, say, let's shoot, like I love your look and... So it went from me taking photos of people to people taking photos of me and it was just like, oh, my God. And then I like my Instagram became solely like photography-based. So I was following a lot of models and photographers. It wasn't really like friends and stuff anymore. Um, But there's a model who I like idolise and she's from Queensland and I just love, like love, love, love her vibe and her style. She like inspires me so much. How is she? Shout her out. Uh, Maddie Neville. She's like All right. next, and, uh, next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in, Maddie. <laughs> Go on. Sorry, honey. She's like so incredible. Like the way she, oh, just everything about her. She's like, oh, I'm just like fangirling. <laughs> She's oh, a woman uplifting woman, especially love, on this platform. We love do to you see find, it. Um, do you find that it can get quite uh competitive obviously you know that we there is room for everyone especially every woman in this world to do mm. what we you know we can each have our own lane guys but do you find that it get, can get a bit narky on only fans um, oh only like yeah but only i've only really experienced it with one person um and it was just like a weird situation but like other than that i only really allow myself to interact with people who are like-minded like not going to be bitchy and you know hate on you for doing better like 
I think that we should all be supporting each other, not just like tearing each other down because one person's doing better than the other. Like, hundred percent. In terms of the the people that you find interacting um, with your content, have you noticed a, a bit of a trend? And, and your followers? Is it a certain kind of man or woman or what do you find? Who are you finding is connecting with your content the most? Like on Instagram or? You specifically your OnlyFans. Yeah. So Obviously we've joined, so maybe people other than us. <laughs> so I don't know, like my OnlyFans, is, it's got like, I don't know, like a real. Uh, diverse? Yeah, like diverse range of people like. You can tell, like, I can tell who's supporting me and who's just watching me and then, like, who's, Mm -hmm. I guess, I don't know if this is the right way to put it, but, like, being really disrespectful but, like, can't really do anything about it because, you know, Mm. they're buying your content. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I mean, I would love it. People can disrespect us and pay us if they want. (laughs) There's there's no demand, unfortunately. We do it for free. People come at us for free. (laughs) They disrespect us for free. I wish I could charge. <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness! Why? Why oh. do you think it is so triggering, babe? What? What do you think it is? It's like only there's so much banter about only only fans, and that's why we want to talk about it. But what is it about it that is so triggering and polarizing for people? Like, why are they so angry about it? I don't know. Like, I don't understand because there's like it's not just males who get angry about it; it's females as well, which I find mm. stupid. Like. I know that nudity is, you know, stigmatized and it's like overly sexualized. So people are just like try and steer away from it. Um, mm. So it could be like jealousy. It could just be, you know, men are so used to getting nudes for free that they don't. Yeah, completely. They're not okay with us being paid for it. Like being paid for it now no I completely understand what you're saying they're probably mm. just angry that yeah like I said god forbid you're a woman reclaiming her own body and being like mm-hmm. actually now I'll have the check please yeah so they're outraged and god yeah. forbid you know you in a position where you're comfortable making money off your own sexuality and god forbid you want to utilize your own body mm. for mm. your own means completely. like do you think um has it really popped off during COVID and did you start it um just to make ends meet like we've all had to do really during this time? Yeah. Uh, So like um, I wanted to do it because my photos kept getting removed off Instagram for nudity and it was pissing me off. And I was like, like, even though they weren't, obviously you can't post nude photos on Instagram. So it was just like people reporting Mm -hmm. them and then Instagram just taking them down. Um, And I always wanted to do it because like I'm not ashamed of my body and like if I can make money off it, then I should, like, I'm definitely going to try to. Um, mm. But I was, like, really hesitant at first and then I just, like, I decided to just give it a go. And, yeah, people just, like, jumped on it straight away. I was like, all right, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. And I've oh, been probably, like, I've probably used it three weeks now, like, consecutively. Otherwise, because I had a break at the start. Um, and it's just, like, yeah, it's going really well, but it is a lot of hard work. Like it is very, it is a lot. Like people think that there's nothing to it, but it's, yeah, it is hard work. <laughs> oh, you're preaching yeah. to the choir. Just oh because you make something look easy yeah. does not mean it's easy. Oh yeah. my I think that's just your preaching tip, sort of any anyone with any sort of creative outlook 
outlet right now, babe. Do you know, whether it's, you know, trying to run an Instagram account or having a podcast or having an OnlyFans, like that mm. shit takes work. You don't just take a quick snap and post it. There's, oh, you know, it, it is a craft. Mm-hmm. We get it all the yeah. time. Like people don't realize the amount of work that even goes into running a yeah, podcast. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Well, they're like, can you guys interview Rihanna? <laughs> and I'm like, sure. Fuck. Yeah. She's not returning <laughs> my calls or my DMs, but look, I'll try. I'll keep shooting. Uh, but speaking of, um, you know, getting that, snap like getting a perfect shot mm. is there some uh is there a certain type of uh photo that gets you what did it say like more money that gets you more likes on um only fans like does everyone love the pussy shots or everyone loves the boobies um okay so like my top three photo or like my top three posts that have had like the most engagement was probably like like I thought my modeling shots would get heaps cause they're nice and you know, they're not like trashy mm. photos. Um, but then I posted like a tip pic when I got out of the shower and I was like, Oh drip. I'm going to post that. It looks good. It Love was really trashy. <laughs> it was not good. I didn't think I'd get much on it, but like I had heaps of engagement and I was like, Oh, okay. So, all right, we'll see like how this goes. So I was like, Oh, it sort of took pressure off me. I didn't think that I needed to like have, like outstanding photos and then I posted a video and it wasn't like explicit or anything I was naked but I was sort of just like showing off my body and that got heaps of engagement so I think videos and stuff are I don't know are like really popular but nothing too explicit I wouldn't post like something like you know I can't think of the well, word. Like, yeah, yeah, this podcast yeah. is the right place. Yeah, <laughs> you're home. You're safe. You're with home. Us. You're home. <laughs> I w- yeah, like um, I wouldn't post who- something too bad on my feed, but in through inbox, it just depends if you want it. Like, sure, <laughs> not a problem. It almost sounds as if the photos that pop off are the ones where people can imagine themselves in, like very, like they can insert themselves into that situation. You know, you've just walked out of the shower and you've mm. just caught me. I think it's probably because they're very similar to what you'd see on my Instagram. So when I post things that are yeah. you'd never see on my Instagram, that's where people are like, you know, boom, tip. Mm. Um, now we know we have talked about your partner. Does he take any of these? Does he give you ideas? Yeah, so um, he's really supportive, which is like surprising because I just like I'm so used to being in relationships where partners are controlling and like don't allow you to express mm. yourself and all of that, but he's like, oh, shit, yeah, like, get on it. Like, I'll do it with you. So, like, he takes my photos. He'll, like, help me get in the mood if, you know, if I'm going to, you know. Yes, yeah. we see you. Know? Yeah, we, we see you. We love this guy. What the hell? Um, but people are really, like, a lot of people are asking for couples content. So, like, he's keen mm. to do that. Um, he's like, oh, shit, yeah, like. I'll do that. So he's really supportive. It's really good. <laughs> I love that. We love him. Yeah. And does couples content get way more cash, likes, etc.? I think it would. Like I haven't posted any yet, but it'll be way more priced than my normal content. That's just because I feel like if it were to be leaked, I'd be pretty like it, it's I'd be more embarrassed by that than my own content just because it's like you don't want – it's not normal for people to see you doing those type of things. Like it's private. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that would be mm-hmm. way more priced. But I've had so many people like ask me about it in like through inbox and stuff and they say that they'll pay. So 
I think it'll definitely, mm. you know, kick off. Go off. Cool. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And how do you, um, you've spoken about your mental health um, just lightly at the start. How does that uh, kind of uh, impact your OnlyFans work? Because I'm sure once you get your following up, there is a demand to always see you naked. And, you know, I know for myself, oh, when I'm feeling down, the last thing I want to see is my tummy and my thighs and, mm. you know, so how do you deal with that kind of mentally? So, when I'm like, because I have BPD, which is a personality disorder. So like when I'm down, I'm really down and I just, there's nothing that can like help me get better. I have to just really try and push myself. So I've had like two weeks where I've been really shit and like slacked off with OnlyFans. And I think that's just a given, like that's just a part of who I am. If I can't do it, I can't do it. It does suck. But like if people want to see it, they'll stay, like they'll stick around. I think the only Mm -hmm. time my mental health has been really affected with this like OnlyFans stuff is when like I had people at the start contact me saying like, oh, there's group chats dedicated to your nudes and like these people knew like who was creating them but they wouldn't tell me about it. And I think Mm -hmm. like the only reason that annoys me is because like I have right to take legal action against someone or anyone who like like uses my images outside of the app. Um. And they were like saying that they were calling me like mean names and stuff and it got really got to me. And then I was just like, this is expected. Like you need to just like expect that that's going to happen. And instead of getting down about it, just get your tits out and tell them to get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, Make more money. Yeah. Good on you, babe. Good right. on you. I guess we could wind it up with, you know, as sort of a parting story, what is it that people don't understand about OnlyFans? And you can sort of speak for all creators. What What is it that people aren't getting? What do you think the core, you know, um, issue lies for you? Is there something you want to say about it that you feel like hasn't been spoken on? I don't really know. Like I think for different creators they'd have like there's obviously different um, – there'd be different responses for this like – I think the one thing that I hear a lot is that OnlyFans is like porn and it's not for, you know, it's not art and nudity is like sexual. It's not like, Mm -hmm. it's not nice. So pretty much if you have like an OnlyFans, oh my God, she's a slut, like all, you know, this like heavy stigma that's just, you know, um, but you can use OnlyFans for anything. Like you don't have to be naked on there. Like you can do cooking mm-hmm. and you do motivational talks. Like it's just people paying for your time. Like you shouldn't see it as like porn. Unless that's what people unless that's actually what you want to do on there, then sure. But like that's mm-hmm, not yeah. what the that is not what it's for. It's not porn. It's like and nudity shouldn't be classified as porn. I don't know. Amen. Yeah, and people, yeah. I think people need to realize as well, there's, you know, there's this thing called supply and demand. Mm-hmm. If people didn't want it, it wouldn't be thriving. Yeah. 100%. So maybe look in the mirror, sweetheart. <laughs> mm. um, is there yeah. any, I'm just thinking of questions, now that we've said we want to wrap up, I'm like, no. I don't oh, no, we don't have questions. to. We don't have to. Don't leave us. <laughs> is there any specific um, content that um, has someone's DM'd you like a request? Yeah. Is there any foot? Like I would love to see this of you. So I think, I don't know, like some guy messaged me the other day and he was like, 
can you say my name in a video like whilst you're you know getting yourself off or whatever and I'm like mm, nah sorry like I'm just not comfortable doing that and he was like oh could you like draw my name on your chest with texter and then do it and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> like I don't feel comfortable doing that type of thing for someone else unless it's my partner so I think yeah. it's more like I'm a bit um I, I need to open my mind a little bit more to what's like what people actually give on these like on this website but mm-hmm. there's no way I would be writing a guy's name on my chest with a texter. That's just not going to happen. I love that you are asserting your own boundaries as well, mm-hmm. babe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your body, your choice. If you don't feel comfortable doing something, then that's up, that's on you. Completely. Yeah. Like I'd, I don't know. Like I think maybe one day I'll get to the point where it's not an issue, but I've only just started. And at the start I said like I'm not going to do anything like too explicit. It's just going to be solely for my modelling shots. And then I just was like, who cares? I'm just going to do it. So I think I'm moving more like a bit quicker than I wanted to. So that's why I'm like, "Mm, just slow down a little bit. Like won't be getting that texture out yet. (laughs) Good on you. You can send him to at good be podcast. Yeah. He can do that. (laughs) Um, All right, my love, just to wrap up, what is on the horizon for you, Katerina? Is it OnlyFans? Is it more photography? Obviously, once these awful restrictions lift, what's in the pipeline, my love? Uh, More shoots. Um, I think I want to do shoots like for my OnlyFans specifically, so like probably a bit more explicit content that's not from my iPhone. Um, Mm -hmm. But I just, I don't know. I need to get my license, so that's definitely on the, that's definitely on the list of things to do. Amazing. Well, look, we really appreciate you taking the time and being so open and mm. forthcoming with us today, babe. As a as a GB, it means a lot. Huge. It's always great Thank to you. you know hear from one of our listeners as well. Yeah. Like it's a, a little bit extra special for us because she's one of one of our girls. Yeah. Very protective. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, so much GBs. On that note, if you want to. Pleasure, babe. Pleasure. We just want to make sure our GBs um, support and love you as well as much as we do. So if you want to check out Katerina's beautiful Instagram page and connect with her OnlyFans, her IG handle is at KatDenaps. That's K-A-T-D-E-N-A-P-S. But obviously we will link. We'll link. Go show us some love, guys. She's stunning. Stunning. A fucking good bitch. Go support. (laughs) Thank you. All right, Jodes, how much do we fucking love Kat? Such a fucking good bitch, such a sweetheart. So appreciate her being so open and yeah. vulnerable with us, as you said. Yeah, I wasn't expecting her to say um, half of those points. So I'm so, we're so grateful that people can be so open with us and our listeners. But what is your personal opinion on um, platforms like OnlyFans? Look, for me, if, if you are a woman, right, and mm. Katerina mentioned this when she was talking with us, the backlash she's received and, you know, the hate she's received. For me, it's like, look, if you are a woman and you have an issue with OnlyFans, you need to check your internalised misogyny. Mm -hmm. It runs deep. That shit runs deep. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, you cannot and should not judge a woman for making money through her own sexuality and then have the audacity to jump onto Belisa.com mm. or Pornhub.com mm. when you want to get your rocks off. Do mm. you not see 
how hypocritical that is. So mm. for me, if that's how you feel, log the fuck off, sis. Mm. And also don't listen to our podcast. I don't want you on these airwaves mm-hmm. if you're out there hating on these women. Completely, Period. Completely. That's how that's how I really fucking feel. Yeah. And I think it's funny, hey, because every um woman or, or you know, now men are coming to the tables these days and they're saying mm-hmm. how much of a feminist they are. They're only a feminist that doesn't include sex workers, mm-hmm. people who are monetizing um, off their nudes, etc. And it's like, no, 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 we need to learn. A feminist is, you know, we respect every woman's decisions mm. or choices. Whether or not she's serving you and yeah. whether or not you are attracted to her. You can miss us with that selective feminist bullshit. Yeah. But what's going to be our GB tip of the week? Well, in my opinion, it's stop being such a fucking punish and let women make money however they want to make it. Mm-hmm. Don't tell them how. Don't tell them where. I personally, Jules, mm-hmm. I couldn't give two shits what someone does for a job. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're a sex worker. I don't care if you're a garbage man or I don't care if you're a CEO. Mm-hmm. I treat everyone the same. Yeah. And I just think our GB tip of the week should just be Start supporting women. Yeah. Like just openly, actively. You know, there's been a lot of dialogue around being, you know, vocally anti-racist. Mm, yeah. Let's start being anti-anyone who's putting other women down. Completely. Fucking speak on it. Don't yeah. be silent when you see, you know, your friend being called a slut yeah. or someone like Katerina who's out there just trying to fucking, you know, do her best in yeah. life yeah. and do something that she feels Mm-hmm. You know, that's doing something that feels important to her and that makes her feel good. Completely. I Let's think- stop judging other people. Like that for me is that is the fucking tip. And if that's if it's too hard to support women, if that's all too hard for you, then please fuck off to Joe Rogan <laughs> because you're drying up our airways with your, <laughs> with your dry ass pussy. <laughs> that's how I feel. Oh, Joe's has basically said everything I feel and with the um, the gusto of it all, Joe. So thank you, my love. Um, but definitely agree. This is actually probably, I think, one of the only industries where women make more money than men. Yeah. So here, here, if anything, um, let's all support women, whatever their choices are. We are feminists on this podcast, so let's back it. And as Joe said, please don't uh, waste your dry ass pussy on this podcast if you don't agree with us. There's plenty of others out there for you, boo. We're not for you. And I hope Katerina makes fucking bank. I hope she fucking makes tens of thousands with her wet ass pussy and you can shut up your ass, haters. All right, guys, on that note, (laughs) we're going to go to break. Make sure you rated us five stars on Apple or please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, You can follow us on the gram at Podcast. We'll be right back after this. Okay, guys, we are back with listener question. Once again, thank you so much for writing in. We really appreciate the time it actually writes and, um, yeah, I guess the bravery to hit that send button. If you did want to stay anonymous, you can write to us at www.goodbepodcast.com. We have a questions and confessions box um, and then you don't actually have to leave your name. We can't trace you at all. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting. Let's get into it. Listener says, How the fuck are people supposed to deal with friendship breakups? Mm. Am I supposed to actually say something to the other person or just let it happen naturally? Background, 
This person has been one of my closest friends for four years and has been with me through some really dark and hard times. But as I've gotten older and become stronger in my beliefs and also become more socially aware, I've realized that while we may be so similar in every other aspect of our lives, there are some really big things that we disagree on and I really can't look past them in brackets, equality, racism, Black Lives Matter, etc. I don't know what to do or how to handle this situation. Mm. Great question. I feel like that, that stuff is happening to us more you know, as we become socially aware and I feel like there has been a big shift in the universe lately. Yes. So it's really, you got to really cut the fat lately. Hey, Jodes. Yeah. I, lo- I love that. Cut the fat. Mm. I, it's a, it's a Jules classic. That quote. <laughs> What's your advice? So just let me just understand. Mm-hmm. So she's basically saying she's been friends with this chick for like a long time, four yeah. years, yeah. but she's feeling a little bit torn because she's realizing they're not aligned when it comes to really her, huge, their values, yeah, huge, huge things, things yeah. racial things, yeah. I mean, it's a tricky one. Yeah. Is she calling her out on stuff? Because I know we feel quite comfortable. You've called me out on things before, mm-hmm. different things that I use that mm-hmm. are so ingrained. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've said it before. I Sometimes I'll say retarded mm-hmm. and it's ingrained and Jules will tell me off. So has she had, does she have that kind of rapport with her friend? I'd like to know that. Yeah. Um, Again, you know, is it is it a is it a situation where she could just take a step back or pull back from that friendship so she's not in that inner circle? Completely. So she's not investing um, as much as she used to now that she's sort of had this discovery that they're not really aligned yeah. when it comes to the stuff that matters and stuff that's in values and mindset and, and everything that's important to her. Can she take just a respectful step back? Because, you know, we are all different on this world. Mm-hmm. We all have different opinions and you know, that's why I say, look, if you don't if you're not supporting women if, if you don't consider yourself a feminist then we're probably Jules and Jones are probably not for you and that's mm-hmm. cool do mm-hmm. you boo mm-hmm. we're just saying we're not for you and maybe that's that's a conversation she should have with her friend hey mm. xyz is very important to me recognize it's not important to you I might need to take a step back from this friendship and just kind of consider that completely could that be an approach what do you think well, this kind of hits home for me because as mm. most listeners might have picked up on, I feel very strongly about um, social injustice and social social, issue, it, ah, social issues um, and there have been people in my life, I feel like I have almost been in this situation quite a few times where I've been like, huh? Yeah. You really say the N-word? Like, and I've mean? known you for 20 years? Yeah. Uh, no. I actually do think that this would be, for me personally, would be um, – a line, uh, a line yeah, yeah. Um, because I would think, oh, fuck, I don't want to be too personal, but for myself mm. I'd be like, well, you know that I have a black father, so yeah. that does hit different. Yeah. Um, so I guess it depends how much it really uh, hits home to this listener. She sounds very switched on though. Yes. Um, yeah, I think I agree with you, Jones. Does it have to be a close friend? And I do think we, we, don't, um, we don't owe it to these people. How do I say this? We don't owe it to these people who have, yeah, they have stuck with us through hard times. We don't owe the rest of our lives to that one period. Mm, Okay. Yeah. I I think I'm a strong believer in that. I think that people obviously come into our lives for certain purposes Mm. um, and perhaps that that was that friend's job for that time in your life. But now you can step back and say, I like I deeply loved you in that summer. Yeah. Um, but now we're just friends. Yeah. You know? And I think it's safe to say she's obviously honored that friendship and the time that she's been with her, right? Mm-hmm. And I have no doubt she's been a great friend. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just a, a means of taking a step back. Yeah. You know? Don't don't be so available. Yeah. Sometimes things are just I found with some of my friendships 
that I pulled back from. Sometimes there's just almost an understanding. Yeah, you don't have to have a big DNM yeah. if, if there's not really an issue. There's still love there. I've got mm. love for that person, but mm. we're not really we're not really walking the same path right now. Yeah. we're kind of going in different directions. I'll always love them, but I think I'm going to pull back and invest in people who are more aligned mm. with my values mm. and who are on the same page as me and who are happy to have the same conversation. Mm. That's true. Right? I, I wouldn't be shocked if. Uh, the other person wasn't low-key feeling the same type of way. Mm. Because if they haven't said something like, hey, let's hang out like this weekend and next weekend, you know, if they're not getting the drift, then I would say to have that conversation of like, Betty, love ya, but can't stand how you still say the F word for a gay person, you know? Yeah. Um, But I think if she's not reaching out, sorry, if they're not reaching out, they might actually just be feeling the same way. And I don't know if that hard conversation has to be had because you're probably both feeling like um, you're just going to move in different circles from now on. Exactly. And like it goes without saying, like generally ignorant people don't realize they're ignorant. Yeah, at all. So if, if, they're, not de- if they're not really open to a conversation about maybe their own, you know, closed-minded belief system, then they're probably not ready, boo. Yeah. You can't, you know, you can't force a conversation that they're not ready for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just think as well, there's so many great people out there that you could be um, having these conversations with. I just don't want you to keep wasting time on this person if it's falling on deaf ears. Yeah. So I think that's really the tip, hey? Yeah, yeah. If it's falling on deaf ears, babe, I think time for just investing in someone else in your life who yeah. really does align with you, you know? Keep it pushing. Um, continue to invest in those who are on the same page mm-hmm. as you. Mm-hmm. And you'll feel a lot happier as a, as a result. You're not going to feel that drain. You know when you're investing in the wrong people and you feel drained? You physically feel like dead yeah like so tired yeah yeah um oh i hope that's helped you yeah i hope that helps yeah and good luck with it all we know um as we've discussed in a previous episode friendship breakups are fucking harder than romantic ones so they can be really painful please keep us up to date Jones, I think that is all for us today. I've oh, had so much fun. I want to keep talking. I know. But listeners, you can always chat to us on our Instagram. It's at Podcast. We would really appreciate it, actually, if you could please tell a friend about us or discuss it with your girlfriend. Just get our name out there. Um, we love, love, love seeing the listens go up. And, yeah, just everyone becoming good bitches in Australia. Yeah, Let's start the movement. And New Zealand. And New Zealand. Shout Sorry. out to my Kiwi sisters. <laughs> But guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Yeah, chat to us. Visit us, www.goodbepodcast.com. We will see you in a couple of Tuesdays time. Love you, bitches. 